Welcome to the last episode of the Cycle 365. I have been one of your co-hosts, Cody Stoffer. I'm one of your co-hosts, Simon Boyanos. And I'm Jesse Booten, who hasn't been here in a while, but here I am. Jesse's back, and we've all been your co-hosts for the Cycle 365. And don't worry, hold your tears. It's not actually the end of us recording a podcast. We're just going to be changing things up and going under a new moniker. But first off, we'd like to welcome Jesse back. It's been a minute since we last heard from you, Jesse. I actually don't know what episode that would have been. Well, and by we, I mean the listeners. Tell us, what have you been up to and uh, how has coaching amongst this crazy time in our lives been at the... um, at the collegiate level. Well, you know, I think it's, it's been about what? Um, I, I want to say a good two months maybe since I've been here. <laughs> Something like that. Um, but, you know, yeah, off off coaching in the uh, the collegiate world, it's been quite a ride. Um, you know, we, I think today is when the uh, the bigger schools had their meetings. And I know that the, the Pac, or not the Pac, yeah, the Pac-12 and the Big Ten have both canceled fall sports. Um, they're going to play in the spring, football included. Um, we we as an NAI school are going to do that as well. I know the NAI is playing in the spring, so, you know, it's, it's un- kind of unheard of, but this is what's going on, guys. You know, we're going to have uh, college football in the spring. I'm all for it. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> at the same time, it's going to be also quite a ride next year when um, we have uh, the 2020 season in the spring and then the 2021 in the fall. So, I mean not much of a break and it's going to be yeah a wild ride of a football year round so here we go <laughs> lots of catch up lots of catch up mm-hmm. um but anyways nice. that, that's kind of what's going on in the college football realm um me personally i have been all over the place um you know i've been in new jersey been in texas been in chicago been in colorado i've been kind of everywhere um you know it's just been a lot of things moving around and a lot of recruiting and you know that's all we can do right now considering the fact that our um you know our season got canceled and stuff like that so we're not really game planning yet because we don't know what games we're going to play i mean we're still going to play our conference games but we might um, have some different out of conference games and stuff like that in the spring so we're not really game planning so all we're doing is recruiting fair enough and sounds like you've had your hands full with that has it still has recruiting gone well for you you don't have to tell us anybody you're looking at but <laughs> Oh yeah, no. Has no, it been sure. successful? Um, I think recruiting's pretty well. We've already I mean, we've already signed our first twenty twenty one guy. Um, so I mean Thanks. I mean, I know there's there's schools that are in, in the bigger schools that have already had like have a recruiting class done for twenty twenty one, but you know, at a smaller school level, um, we're still, you know, a year and a half out and we've already got our first guy. So I mean I would say that's pretty successful. So yeah, we're doing doing pretty good. Um you know, we we got a lot of guys that we're looking at, and, and it's an exciting time. And I think I think we can, uh, you know, realistically get, get some of these guys that that can really make our, make our team better. Nice. And maybe in the future, we'll take a look at some of those guys that you recruited and um, what and watch their play up there at uh, Trinity International and do our own little analysis on it in the future. Yeah, we'd love to hear that and love to see that too. Yeah, for sure. Ooh, bet. But yeah, um, yeah that, that's kind of the kind of the rundown. I mean, like I said, since I've been off, you know, I mean, it's it's a big part of college football is 
coaching is recruiting. And, you know, I, 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 me and Simon, I know me and Simon have always been, you know, avid recruiters and we like that and stuff like that. But um, when you actually get to go and do it for real, it really is way more than anything we thought of when we were, you know, in, in college and stuff like that. I mean, I'm on, I have to make, you know, eight, eight recruiting calls a day and stuff like that. And I need to have 80 contacts a week and stuff like that. So it's, it's quite the grind. Hey, glad that uh, you're finding a way to stay busy, though. And I know that you've always uh, you've been talking about recruiting and scouting since we met our first year at UNC. So I'm glad to hear that you're getting to do that. I am. It's it's a lot of fun. You know, it, there's some disappointment. You know, you hear you hear no way more than you hear yes. But um, you know, when you do get that that big signing, you're you're excited and you and you have a, a celebration. Oh, I know all about hearing no way more than I say yes <laughs> than I hear yes, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay me too but, <laughs> but anyways that's why i'm laughing that's why i'm laughing because me too but anyways uh talking football. yeah that's <laughs> yeah that's, <laughs> we just we just leveled with you here on um the last episode of the cycle and opened up but anyways uh glad to hear that you're getting some yeses and getting some signings so glad to hear that is going well for you jesse yeah. i mean if you guys have any you know questions i know you guys are trying to interrogate me right now so if you have any any specific questions that you, i can answer go go ahead and rattle those off for for you know again like i haven't i haven't been here for two months so you know if you want to see see the inside ask some questions what's the strong or what's the strongest position on y'all's team right now offense and defense offense and defense or or together um, no, offense and defense. So, which which position group is the strongest? Um, okay, so on, on offense, I would say our running back core is pretty strong. Um, our best Ooh. our best athlete on the team is is a running back. So, um, his name is Derek Lowe. He uh, I think he's he's like five ten to two fifteen, and he he runs like a four five forty and stuff like that. So he he's he's pretty much a monster. Hey. Okay, <laughs> nice. And then, nice. On the defensive side, I would have to say our uh, our secondary is probably the strongest. Um, yeah, we got some dudes back there. That's good to hear. What does has this, um, or I guess just in general, have you guys lost some players from last season to like the transfer portal portal, or uh, have some of them gone up to like D one schools? Yeah, we definitely have. I think um, I think we lost about. You know, I think like 15 guys to the transfer portal or something like that. I mean, it, in the NAI, it's not a huge transfer portal like transfer around. It, you know, it's just guys that that you know probably. I mean, I would say the, our better guys um, stay with us, but the guys that aren't, you know, the scout team guys that may not be able to play or or are just too expensive for for them, they might drop out and go to community college or something like that. But I would say it's. Um, you know, we our school itself has probably one of the best retention rates in the conference. Um, I think we kept seventy five percent of our roster from last year, um, maybe even seventy eight percent or something like that, which is um, pretty big time compared to some other uh, you know schools in our conference and even in the NCAA Division One status. All right, mm -hmm. that's good. <laughs> that's really good. Okay, okay. All right, so I don't, we're here. Okay, feel free to say no and whatnot, but I want to hear what your recruiting pitch is like. My recruiting pitch? If you could give general, you know, points like and whatnot, that'd be that'd be interesting. Mm -hmm. so, you can't um, though. That's okay. 
Yeah, no, I will. I will for sure. I mean, it's, um, you know, I, I'm the assistant wide receiver coach up there, so I'm recruiting mostly wide receivers. Um, I do some quarterbacks and then very seldom running backs and offensive line, but um, the majority of the time it's quarterbacks and running back or quarterbacks and receivers, sorry. Um, and I mean, the easiest pitch to, to tell them is first off, like, well, you're about to come. If, if you come play for us, you're going to play for the number one passing team in the nation. You know, we, we're throwing the ball 80% of the time in a game. Um, and we average about 500 passing yards a game. So what quarterback and receiver wouldn't want to play in that situation? Ooh, that's interesting. That's also interesting how your strongest position group is running backs, but y'all pass a lot. Yeah. Um, I think, well, I mean, he, yeah, I would say our running backs are just the strongest. They're also the most seasoned. We're a very young team. Um, okay. I got you. Yeah. So I think we have receiver wise. I think we have a total of, you know, we have a total of 19 receivers right now. And I'm pretty Eight. sure that uh, 12 of them are freshmen, like incoming freshmen. Wow. Yeah, you wanna, if you want to hear something really crazy, two years ago when this coaching staff took over, uh, you know, took over the program, there was only 20 dudes on the roster, 10 on offense and 10 on defense. Wow. So we are really in <laughs> rebuild mode right now, so that's why there's so many young guys. But, um, you know, we have, we have four running backs total. Um, two of them are seniors, one of them is a junior, and then we have one freshman incoming. So that's probably why I would say they're the strongest position group is just because they're the most experienced okay that makes sense all right but so y'all run that oh sorry go on i would say but we i can guarantee you that in the next two years the re receiving receivers will be the strongest position group for sure just because um we got we got a few i mean we have one one freshman incoming that i think could possibly be an all-conference receiver if not all four years three the three of the four years he's there wow awesome mm -hmm. all right sweet so that's great okay and so y'all run that air raid spread offense uh up there right well we actually run the run and shoot offense they're trying to bring it old school back so we run the run <laughs> and shoot okay that's okay that's interesting yeah. it's kind of like an air raid um west coast mix <laughs> all right you'll have to show me some of those uh running schemes y'all got going on down there because that's Oh no, that's that's an interesting thing to me. Okay, for sure, it's cool, man. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's it's kind of the overview of what's what's been up. I mean, I guess the last thing I can say is yeah. I mean, we've been recruiting a lot, and um, you know, we got into the office for the first time uh, a few weeks ago, which was good. Um, you know, we have to take take dumb COVID tests every day we go in, but um, it's still it's still good, and um, you know, we're getting getting some stuff done. All right. Dang, you have to get COVID tested every time you go into the office. Every day. That, and and it's, like the, it's the Q-tip like going all the way down oh. your nose, right? Oh. No, it's not like a COVID, actual COVID test. We just have to like, they take our temperature and then we have to answer like a two-minute questionnaire. Like, have you been uh. vomiting? Have you had a headache? Have you been <laughs> all this? It's even worse. Like <laughs> yeah, well, we, we had to do that um, for all of our practices over at the high school that I coach at where we took their temperature and it was like this, 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 this. And then they'd just be like, no, 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 for like 30 seconds and then go get your stuff on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I mean, we have that every day when we go into the office and then it's also going to be crazy because we're only allowed to have, you know, there's only groups of 10 allowed and in Chicago is a little bit more strict than Colorado, but um, we're only allowed to have 10 guys, 10 groups of, of like, a sorry, groups of 10 people at a time. So like there can only be 10 guys in the weight room at once and we have 90 guys. Um, and each, each guy needs to, you know, lift for about 45 minutes in our program and stuff like that. And so 
we're going to be in the weight room for like three and a half hours a day. <laughs> yep. Tough. It's tough. Yeah. But the times we live in, right? Oh, yeah. <sighs> yeah. But, you know, there's sure. still, still some positives to this. I mean, like, I think we did, we did a study on it as a coaching staff last week um, of just like how much this has changed recruiting. And I think like since so much, there's so much uncertainty and coaches have so much more time, like they're not out at practice. Um, they're just in their offices, offices recruiting the whole time. So, I mean, recruiting numbers are all up like, I think like 80% than they were last year. And, you know, kids are signing way earlier than, than normal just because they don't know if they're going to get any more offers or, or what's going to happen and stuff like that. Mm. That's good to find the positives. Yeah. Yeah. So, Jesse, do you have anything else that you want to add on, or is that kind of the the gist uh, as far as what's been happening right now and what you can talk about? Yeah, that, that's pretty much the gist. You know, um, we'll have more answers at all levels of college football in the next within the next week for sure. Um, but yeah, we're playing in the spring. Um, and but things are still going good you know report date is next friday so we'll get the guys in there get the guys back on campus and uh get to work sounds good mm -hmm. and Sweet. yeah simon do you have anything else to ask jesse about uh trinity international or anything like that no i'm good <laughs> all right yeah that's fine so jesse i will kind of let you explain the role that you're looking to have for the future of all of us here on this podcast, but we'll hold that for the end and talk about late. later we'll talk about what we're going to be doing instead. And if you listen to our last episode, we already kind of talked about it and previewed what it would look like, but this is the end of the cycle three, six, five as a podcast and everything that we have done. And I just kind of want to open the floor to you guys as far as like, what are some of your favorite episodes that we've done? What are your favorite, some of your favorite um, memories of just like this past year of doing the cycle as it was, you know, a pretty general all encompassing sports media platform, whatever you guys have to say about your fond memories of the cycle, or maybe some of our struggles on the cycle. You wants to go first <laughs> i can go first i mean the thing that i'll miss the most is just all the you know like quote unquote on air but off air stuff that just nonsense that went on <laughs> that was i mean unfortunately that i know that we had a bloopers episode but unfortunately that the uh the listeners don't get to hear just some of those good times <laughs> true yeah i can i guess uh. i can remember one in particular we're not gonna um, we're not going to relive it, but I know I can just get the laugh out of Cody and Simon here, but, um, you know, when we, when we brought John, big John on to do the geographic, um, relocation stuff, there were some pretty funny things that happened there. Oh yeah. Name, name the moment. <laughs> yeah. Name it. We'll call it the, uh, Mexico city disaster of 2020. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of stuff that doesn't make it even onto the blooper reel, you know. Um, there's some words that we try and avoid that uh, may happen or some some jokes that we deem uh, not good for the air. So there, there's definitely a lot that 
uh, gets cut from these episodes at times, which is funny for us and just completely unknown to the listeners. Yeah, that's uh, very true, and that's okay. <laughs> you know, it's good times. Like, honestly, I think thing i really like this is just a general thing not really a highlight thing um but the thing i really like about this podcast was that it was just you know us being able to talk you know the boys and we get to record it and it's like it was really good memories for sure you know because it happened during our senior year and it's you know this is a senior year to to remember for sure with covid and i mean you know kobe and the xfl everything that went on and a lot of sports stuff happened as well so it was kind of just good to like you know, be able to talk with y'all, kick it with the boys, get y'all's opinions about stuff and just talk it all through, you know? Yeah, it was basically like anytime we went to dinner and we're talking about sports, but then we got to share that with other people. So that's basically that, but without the food. <laughs> so maybe that's what we were doing wrong. Maybe if we were all eating, I know I was eating a lot of the time that we were recording, but if we were just str- was eating once once yeah, you remember that like you like jesse was came in with bistro? a sandwich after class wait was it bistro oh yeah, still it could still be a sandwich and he was like trying to finish his food and y'all started recording i don't know if i was there or if i was like just sitting in and listening to y'all segment but i remember that happening for sure because we were in um corner yeah so we had quite a few uh recording sites over the past year Dang, how many? It's been like five or six, right? Well, <laughs> if we inclu- if we include like individual rooms, we recorded in the Turner, like one of the living rooms. We recorded, yes. you guys recorded the NFL preview in Jesse's closet. We recorded some episodes <laughs> in my closet. We recorded some in the living room, some in just my room. room. We recorded one in my room, I think it was. So, and then, you know, if you include our at-home recordings, I've recorded in my room. Jesse has recorded from New Jersey. Cool. I've recorded from all over the, the United States. Yeah, so Je- Jesse is <laughs> Jesse is a national podcaster, and Simon has also recorded from his place. So definitely a pretty solid handful in just a year, too. T- tell your friends about the future of our podcast and, you know... Get us to a level of popularity where we can get ads so we can just buy a studio and make a living off of it. That'd be nice. That took a quick turn. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a silk plug, but, but also, right, that'd be nice. We've come a long way. Yeah, yeah. But we've come a long way, though, equipment-wise, to be honest. Like, oh, oh, man. You supposed to be your mic, right, Cody? It was Dave's mic, actually. Dave's mic. Never so not even your mic. We didn't even own a microphone to start this show. Oh yeah. Dang, I forgot about that. When did you get your mic? I got you had it at the beginning. No, I didn't get my mic for I wanna say until like September or maybe October. It was October because I got it with birthday money. Yeah. See, look at that. And then I got my mic during COVID because, I mean, it needed to be done, you know. But we could get the quality right for sure. And then these pop filters too and all this other stuff come a long way. Because I'm not going to lie, that first episode was like real. It was interesting. <laughs> the it was, sound quality was interesting. 
It was janky. I think that episode might have just even been recorded on my laptop mic. And then for the music, do you guys remember we had the speaker playing music in the background? Oh like a God. Bluetooth speaker? Yeah, that ended after the second episode. <laughs> yeah, because I remember we, that's when we recorded in your closet, Cody, the first one. And then we recorded in Jesse's closet. I don't know if it was Taylor Swift or Ariana Grande that kept coming up on the playlist, but... Well, first off, because of copyright, but also it just wasn't the vibe we were trying to go for while talking, um, you know, football, pretty much. So, yeah. yeah, but not that there's anything wrong with it. You know, you know I'd say yeah. some, of, some of my favorite things about the cycle were definitely our evolution was a huge part of it. And, you know, there were some really funny moments, too, like... Like that time that we were talking about the dunk contest and we actually stopped recording the show, went and watched oh the dunk contest yeah. and then came back. And I remember being pretty salty about it, but it's still a lot of fun. <laughs> just it was still a lot of fun just because, you know, like it's like we, yeah. we literally stopped recording. And then because you were yelling yeah. into the mic and I was yelling into the mic, too, so. It was the same mic, so it probably didn't sound great, but, you know, it happened. I like when there's a lot of commotion on the mic, personally, especially when all of us... I feel like we've gotten <laughs> almost better at speaking in turn when we're not in person, which is kind of weird, right? Because we're making... I feel like when we're making eye contact with each other, it gets more intense. Because <laughs> we're like, we're like, what do you mean? Like, Stupid! Bro, bro, I'm talking about like debates. I know. Stuff. I'm just throwing out that pause. But you're right, though, because low key, we could like we have we all kind of have like that office vibe because one of us will say something that's just really out there, and then the other two or you know whoever will look at each other <laughs> before going in, and and that's kind of what I miss with uh recording in person too just because it's harder to pick up those cues and i mean no obviously the listeners at home hopefully they won't they won't really hear it but it's like you know sometimes i cut you off by accident and other times like i'm just not sure when your thoughts over because we do a lot of like communication just by looking at each other sometimes and i don't know it was something we had to get used to when covid hit for sure yeah it has been an uphill battle but all in all, I think that this is an appropriate ending for, for the cycle, and I think that we have a really bright future, and we can kind of talk about it and what the future of this podcast is going to be. Simon, do you want to introduce the name of our new sports organization and um, just kind of re-give the down low of what it is? So our new name will be play, the Playmakers Corner Podcast or just Playmakers Corner. I don't know. Whatever is easiest, we'll figure it out. But Playmakers Corner, that's our new name. And we do, do you want to do you want me to go into why we chose it or I can? I mean, I can kind of explain it. So sure. we we had a couple of different names that we are cycling through. Haha. <laughs> and Simon came up with a few, I came up with a few, and then it came down to two, basically. We wanted playmakers to be emphasized because that's part of what we're going to be covering here is playmakers in sport, whether that's on the field or off the field. 
is kind of going to be a part of the MO, especially at the more amateur slash lower levels of sport. But anyways, we had Playmakers Club and Playmakers Corner, and Simon and I were both Playmakers Club, like leaning towards that, until I was like, you know what? One of our, Liam, was not too fond of it. So I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to... I sent out basically a Snapchat survey to a bunch of people who listen or pay attention to sports. And it it hurt my pride a little bit how many came back as saying Playmaker's Corner was better because I sent that question to, I want to say, close to 40 people. And only two or three responded that Playmaker's Club was the better one. Simon, I don't know if I told you that much of a landslide. Hope that pop filter picked that up, but man, okay. I, <laughs> I thought I still think club is pretty cool. I don't know. Maybe if we abbreviate, we'll figure it out. We're still playmakers corner. It's fine, you know. But I mean, I, it, I really did like club though, and I get it. But dang it, man, I don't know. I yeah. think club is dope. Playmakers corner is. I'm fine with it, and I still like it. But I really also liked club, and I feel like the two. Okay, so the two people that um agreed with it were um my friend brad who was on my sports jam podcast a couple years ago and i've known him for a long time and then garrett garrett agreed with club and i was like okay this gets it this guy gets it right but i mean i'm not gonna dwell on on it i mean i'm gonna dwell on it jesse Jesse, have we told you the name yet it's playmaker's corner yeah you've told me that what did you think about Playmakers Corner versus Playmakers Club? I mean, the corner makes it sound like I, I personally like Playmaker Corner better just because it sounds more like you're, you know, you're sitting down with people that are going to be that next guy, you know, like like the like you know our, the vision well, of, the, of the podcast. It, it sounds more like you're going to sit down with them and talk with them in the Playmakers Corner. Playmakers Club makes me think of like it's team. What? Like this is the the Playmaker team. Like Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay, that makes sense. The way you explained it is really well, and it does really embody what we want to do as well. Honestly, we really talked about it last week, so check it out if you haven't, but I'll just go over it again right now, just because that's what the name of this podcast should be. So, surprise, you probably already know what the name was (laughs) before we announced it. But we are calling it Playmakers Corner, like Jesse said, just because we want to focus more on, you know, coaching up the next generation of athletes, really like, I guess, talking about things like coaches like, breaking down film, uh, exp- uh, talking about social issues and, you know, the, I guess, the details of sports. Because all of us, as sad as it is, and I said this on the last miniseries episode, which, by the way, check it out with, uh, you know, me, Justin, and Cody, obviously. But me and Justin talked about how um, it's hard. It's hard for people to accept, like, you know, that their playing career is over, especially when you love a sport, because that's when it hurts the most. And some people don't know what they want to do. And obviously, I'm a PE teacher, so for me, it kind of feels like I'm not really leaving my sport or quitting it. It's just I'm I'm at the next level where I'm giving back to the community, where I'm helping kids out, I'm coaching them up, I'm teaching them stuff like that, you know. And I know Cody's doing the same thing with his boys over in Greeley, but yeah, so Cody's doing that with his boys at Greeley. You know, obviously Jesse is doing that, like he was just saying. 
um, or you will be doing that at more that is more over at Trinity International in Illinois. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, just making sure I had that name right. And so we all kind of just wanted to do something that was a little bit more meaningful, right? Because we kind of just talked sports, which is cool, and we're always going to remember that, you know. But we're, I mean, we all got careers now, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we all got something that we're focusing on moving forward as an adult at this point in life. And I think we could all agree that we want to give back to the sport that's given us so much, giving us this podcast, entertainment, happiness, you, you know, you name it, they got it, that type of thing. And so that's why we are switching more to covering the next generation of athletes, putting some athletes on and saying, hey, this kid, he may be a freshman or a sophomore or, or whatever, you know, maybe a one-year starter as a senior, but he deserves this recognition and this is why. He deserves to be with a college team and this is why. You know, and then at the same time, we'll we'll tell a kid like, "Hey, you know, don't don't get it twisted. Th- there's things that you need to work on. You're not a finished product yet. Like you've done some good things, but that doesn't mean anything just yet. You know, so here's what you gotta do. And so that's what I envision this for sure. So we'll be doing a lot of talks about social issues. We're going to do plenty of film breakdown from college athletes to high school athletes. So hey, if you're in the We'll limit this to now. If you're in the Colorado high school football, basketball, and then maybe even MMA, some boxing community, you know, hit us up. Give us your kids' film or your athletes' film, and we'll do a breakdown. If we could have the kid on, that'd be great so that they could, you know, actually learn and defend themselves so it's not just a bunch of, you know, (laughs) a bunch of washed-up college kids just criticizing a child. But... You know, we'll, what are you we'll talking do our- about? I'm a washed up high school athlete, bro. I didn't I didn't play any collegiate sports. Okay, well, I guess if you want to go by that standard, all of us <laughs> but Jesse are. But <laughs> but anyways, yeah, you know, give us that film. We'll we'll be happy to help in any way possible. You know, we'll give them the clout, all that recognition and whatnot. But we're going we're not gonna go super easy. Just know that. We want the kids to actually get better for sure. But we'll give the recognition where it's due. And so we'll be doing that. We'll be doing, hopefully, some reviews of a multitude of documentary series and shows. Well, okay, sorry, not shows. But documentary series on, you know, youth sports, college football, JUCOs. Last Chance U is one that we're going to do for sure. We're going to cover, you know, this latest season at Laney. And then hopefully, I've, I've seen all of it, so... You know, that's that's my thing, but I'm always down to rewatch it. But we'll go back and look at EMCC in Indy. And, you know, there's there's a lot to be uh, talked about there because there's how should I say this? There, there's coaching styles that may not be as acceptable to certain people. And the thing is, you know, a lot of the coaching that happens in Last Chance you at least personally, I don't know about y'all, but I've went through it, you know. I've went through it, and it's something that's more normal than people want to think. But when it's on a documentary series on Netflix, you know, it's not as, it's you know, it's it's talked about a little bit more, obviously. But we'll cover those. You know, last chance you QB one, um, maybe Friday Night Tikes if we ever get to that level. But I don't think we will because we got a lot going on with breakdowns and whatnot. But yeah, and so that is our direction. We just want to focus on giving back to the community, you know, helping this next generation of athletes succeed and do better, not just as an athlete, but outside 
of class or sorry outside of um, the game and the field and all that as well and yeah i'm missing anything no i don't think so that sounds like everything that we want to hit on and we'll we'll occasionally talk about you know kind of the younger professional stars that are coming into their own so you know like the whoever we deem you know the next lebron or the next Kawhi, stuff like that in those sports but that's definitely the scope that we're looking at. I just want to open the floor for Jesse, who we've talked about what you kind of want your role to be coming up here on the cycle with you being a very busy college coach whenever you can join us. But Jesse, if you want to just kind of run the audience through what to expect from you in the future when you're on the show, uh, go ahead. Yeah. So, I mean, unfortunately, you know, I've been a a big part of, you know, co-hosting the, the Cycle365, but with uh, the transformation of not only us into men, from boys to men, but um, also from the, the Cycle365 to, uh, you know, Playmaker's um, Corner, um, I will be, you know, I won't be as, as involved. I won't be much of a co-host anymore. Now I'm going to be more like, a, you know, a special analyst. You know, like you see on ESPN when they start talking about film breakdown and stuff like that, they'll bring in a special guy. Um, you know, to talk about like that. So I kind of am going to play that role a little bit where um, I won't be on every time. Um, I won't be a co-host anymore. I guess you could say I'd be, I'd be, yeah, the special analyst where, you know, if we're doing a film breakdown day, I'd come in on that day and help, help break down a a high school kid's film and just, you know, give a little insight into what a college football coach is looking at um, in the recruiting process. And we're definitely going to be excited to have that perspective and um, just appreciate all that you've done for the cycle and looking forward to having you on as an analyst slash almost guest in the future. It's a mm-hmm. definitely a change up. So. Yep. Yeah. But you'll still be on when you can, you know, and we're hoping to have more guests on that could, you know, give us more insight. And I mean, that's partly because of the success that we've had with the mini series and ha- like, you know, just it being really fun in general, like hearing a bunch of different insights and perspectives. So, you know, we'll still have you on a solid amount whenever we can, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. And once, I mean, obviously this is a crazy season right now of time of life, but once we get, you know, get a little bit farther into this semester and get things, um, you know, rolling into more of a, a normal routine, I'll definitely have some more time to be on, um, on and not as traveling as much and, you know, be able to, you know, be in, in, in this thing with you guys. Absolutely. And we're excited for that. I just also wanted to kind of touch on what Simon was saying about, you know, the miniseries greatly influenced this transition into the playmakers corner and to, as a listener, expect lots more different viewpoints and different backgrounds on the cycle, because while it was fun to have Simon, Jesse and I, just talk sports for a while. It was really refreshing, I think, personally, to hear other perspectives and hear about other sports. So, you know, definitely expect more of that and kind of focus along those lines. Sure. It'll be fun, you know, and maybe we'll see some returns with some of the people we've had on our mini-series and whatnot. You know, obviously, we kept that door open um, recording those episodes and whatnot, so that'll be great. And yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a really good time. I think it'll be really productive. Um, should I throw this out there about the seven on sevens or whatever else? 
I mean, that's definitely like a, a future thing that, you know, if the listeners know about, they can help be a part of it, you know, so. Okay. Well, then I'll throw it out then. So, yeah, our thing, we really want to, you know, give back to the community. So, what we want to do in the future, post-COVID, when, hopefully when everything's back to normal. So, it might be a bit, but it's it's in the works. But we want to host, you know, seven-on-seven tournaments. For athletes here in Colorado, or if you're outside of Colorado, you're always welcome to travel here. But, <laughs> you know, that's that's tough as well. But at least in Colorado, we want to host seven-on-seven flag football tournaments, stuff like that. And so we will be pulling, you know, from our pool of kids that we do film studies of um, on, on the show, you know. And so hopefully if we do, uh, I guess, I don't know, a film breakdown of the starting quarterback over in Greeley or here in Colorado Springs or Falcon, you know, hopefully we could get that kid into an area where they're competing against some of the better players against maybe some other underdogs in Colorado, you know. And I think that would be great. We want to really work on that, getting that whole thing, a tournament like that set up, you know, getting guys um, filmed, you know. So we hope to get some cameramen there for sure we got some dudes some connections who could you know film some of the games cut up some highlights advertise that advertise the athletes and hopefully we could get some you know more interviews with them and we could do breakdown of those films and it'll be a whole thing either way we want these kids to get better and i don't think i mentioned this before but the sports that we will really focus on is football basketball and then boxing slash mma i'm not missing anything am i no you're not and, and that's that's for film breakdowns for now. Film breakdowns for now. Yeah, just because that's where we have a bit more experience on, you know, knowing what to look for. And to add on to Simon's kind of seven-on-seven seven tournament ideas, that's obviously applicable to basketball, where we could have three-on-three three or five-on-five five tournaments in the future of some of the best talent in the state. And... Yeah, I think that that'd be a great opportunity and we're trying to give these kids platform and, you know, uh, help help open some eyes, you know, maybe maybe a uh, seven on seven tournament or five on five tournament is what is the thing that catches uh, a scout's eye. So, yeah, for sure. You never know. And look, all kids are welcome. This isn't an at least i'll say this right now when it does happen it won't be an invitation only thing obviously there'll be signups and whatnot so we could you know get actually organized but all kids are welcome um at least we'll, we'll cut it off at high school though so all high school kids are welcome for sure to participate get that going so if you know any up-and-coming athletes or athletes who want to get better you know this will be a great opportunity for them to go up against some of the better ones in the state learn a little bit you know, and then get better because you don't have to win the whole tournament to get something out of it. You know, that's I'll throw that out there right now. Like our whole mindset with this podcast is that we want your kids, we want your athletes, the future athletes, the future Tom Brady's, the future Aaron Rodgers, the future, you know, LeBron's to get better. And, you know, it's a process. And so we want to be a part of that process and be, a you know, hopefully a positive influence with that. So, yeah, so we honestly have a lot of things in mind. Um, you know, one day I'm sure if we ever get big enough, we would most definitely hold some tournaments out of state for sure. But that, that's a bit from now. So for now, we're going to focus on breakdowns, on, you know, talking more social issues regarding athletes for sure. Because in this day and age, you know, just a little bit more is expected out of athletes, I would say, because their life is more transparent than it's probably been 
<laughs> then you know, then past athletes. Uh, sorry, then past athletes have probably been is what I mean. So you really want to talk about that just because we were all, I mean, not super long ago, but we we're all athletes or coaches right now. And we know what, you know, coaches on that next level or whoever on the next level want. And so that's why we're doing this. And I guess that's our qualification for doing this as well. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and while while we are going to be focusing on basketball, football, and MMA, we're not going to limit the guests that we have on as far as, you know, just youth sports and uh, or, you know, non-professional sports and backgrounds. So, Oh, not at all. But not at all. I think that about summarizes what our goals are and what of our what our objectives are. Stay tuned for a logo release. We will be changing the name of our social medias and you'll see that if you follow us and we will find ways to promote it that make it easy to find us online. So for sure. If you already follow us and if you already subscribe and listen to us then don't worry about it. <laughs> like we'll just come out with Playmaker's Corner and you'll you'll see it. You'll already be there. And if you don't, and you know, subscribe, follow us, share us, show us some love at the Playmakers Corner. Uh, okay, I don't actually know the tagline, so I'm not going to go there. But Playmakers Corner is going to be in it. And uh, yeah, been a good time. Yes, sir. Jesse, do you have anything to add on? No, I don't. Sweet. So that does it. That <laughs> does it for the cycle three six five. Good. Episode forty five and last episode. Thank you guys so much for the support that you have shown us over the past year, and we're hoping to see you and new faces on Maker's Corner coming up here. We're taking a week break. So expect a new episode coming out in a few weeks. We still have to plan. <laughs> we, still have to, we still have to plan as to what our subjects are going to be at the moment. But stay It'll be tuned. a new episode in two weeks, ideally. I think that's what you meant. Did I say next week? Because oh, you said a week. We always take a week break, technically, between. Uh, like, like the whole week off is, guess, <laughs> is what I meant to say. But okay. anyways. They'll they'll see it when they see it, and that's what matters. Thank you guys so much for the support you've shown us, and see you on the Playmakers Corner. I have been, and still am, and will be, Cody Stoffer. Simon Villanos. And I am special analysis now, Jesse Booten. Bye! Peace.